This is the Out of Character Podcast. Introducing your host, Brian. Welcome, world. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, your mama's favorite podcast, the Out of Character Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 32. Episode 32 of the Out of Character Podcast. As always, I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And if you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. We hope you enjoy. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting thus far. We can't do the things we are doing without y'all. And let me tell y'all the support, the love, the feedback, the comments, the conversations that go on before and after these shows, man. They mean the world to me and they keep us going. So thank y'all so much. 32 episodes in. I'm so happy we started this. I love the Out of Character podcast and I love getting a chance to sit and talk to y'all and to sit and celebrate black excellence. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, that's what this Out of Character podcast is all about. It is all about celebrating black excellence. So to start the show, We have to give a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. We have to give a round of applause to one of our good brothers. The Prince of Pan-Africanism. Self-proclaimed, might I add. Dr. Umar Johnson. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know who Dr. Umar Johnson is, he is one of the most unintentionally funny brothers I have ever encountered. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Umar Johnson has become famous for being somebody that is very, very explicitly black, very, very pro-African, and also tried to open up a school, is is working on a charter school, is constantly collecting donations, constantly collecting money for this charter school. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he has become a viral sensation. Every time this brother speaks, every time this brother does an interview, it goes viral. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell y'all, if y'all have never listened to a Dr. Umar Johnson interview, I have to tell you, it is quite hilarious now i have to admit i don't necessarily agree with all of dr umar's stances right like i understand that some of the things he says are are a little extreme right but i would be lying if i did not tell y'all i enjoyed this brother i love it i love the way he riles people up i love the things he has to say and i love a brother that stands in his convictions If, if, if there's anything you do as a man I don't care what you believe in, but as long as you stand in those beliefs, you stand firm in those beliefs, I respect that so much because these days, everybody has to follow the pack, right? If you think something different than the majority, if you feel something different than the majority, if you just live by the beat of your own drum, these days it seems as if you are ostracized. These days it seems as if you are judged and even belittled at times. And that's what happens to Dr. Umar Johnson a lot. Like I said, not all of his views are great, but at least he believes in what he says. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to respect that. I have to love that. And I would be remiss if I did not take time to congratulate a brother that has brought me so much laughs and so much entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Umar Johnson has been on a quest. Dr. Umar Johnson has been on a quest to find love. Isn't that what we're all doing, ladies and gentlemen? Are we all just looking for someone to love us, someone to spend our days with, somebody to cherish? And ladies and gentlemen, he's a very, very busy man. And a lot of times when you are a busy man, some priorities have to fall to the wayside. And I'm sure 
The same has happened for Dr. Umar Johnson. He hasn't been able to date. He hasn't been able to slide in DMs because he's too busy making things happen for the black community. So, what this brother did, what most people do actually, they use social media to get the job done for him. And that's what he did, ladies and gentlemen. He got on camera and put out an all points bulletin to any black queen that was listening. I'm gonna let y'all hear it. Yes, I'm taking wifey resumes. I know it's controversial. So this way, if there's a sister out there who think I need to know who she is, she got the opportunity to make herself known. That's all that means. Sending that wifey resume, cover letter, and photo with the resume, okay? That means your political and your personal. How you make a good wife, but how you make a good fellow Pan-Africanist. I wanna see the best of both worlds. I wanna see the best of both worlds. The cooking and the consciousness. No snow bunnies, it is not that type of party. Must be natural hair. Everything on you gotta be natural. If the hair fake, if the breasts fake, if the nails fake, if the eyebrows is fake, don't send the resume. And you must be open to plural marriage because there will be two of you. King Kong doubles up on everything. Y'all heard him, ladies and gentlemen. King Kong doubles up on everything. And as you can imagine, when this video dropped, the world came to this brother's doorstep with so much judgment, so much disdain. I couldn't believe it because what I heard ladies and gentlemen, was a black man that knows exactly what he wants. Don't women say that all the time? I want a real man. I want a man that knows what he wants. And really, they only want that because they want somebody in their lives to like pick the rest of their meals for the rest of their lives so they never got to choose what they want to eat, right? So they want a man that knows what he wants. They want a man that can stand there and take charge, right? But... Fellas, as we all know, whenever we express what we truly want as men, the women, they hate it. They hate it. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this brother told y'all exactly what he want. What he said, how he said he doubling up. And he wasn't just taking it lightly, ladies and gentlemen. He wanted credentials. He wanted a photo. He wanted a cover letter. He wanted a resume. He wanted to know that these sisters were articulate. He knew that he only wanted natural black queens. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with having preferences. Y'all know y'all want a brother with a good 401k? Y'all know y'all want a brother that's above 510? Y'all know y'all want a brother with a job? So why can't Dr. Umar want two women with very specific qualities? Ladies and gentlemen, I applaud Dr. Umar for the simple fact that he believed in himself enough to go on camera and request two women. Not only request two women, but request that they apply. Could you imagine, fellas? Could you imagine if women had to apply for our love? If women had to put in cover letters, if they had to form complete sentences on paper just to get a chance with us? Maybe... If women did things like that and we knew what we was getting into from the rip, if we had references and a background and a resume, maybe y'all would get those fancy meals right off the rip. Maybe y'all would get Birkin bags straight up because we know what we're getting into. But a lot of times, ladies and gentlemen, when we get into these relationships with women, we do not know what we are getting into. So all Dr. Umar was trying to do was to let these women know, don't waste your time if you can't 
match these credentials. If the resume don't add up, don't waste your time, queen. That's all he's saying. He ain't bash nobody. He ain't say nothing wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, this brother was dead serious. And I got to respect it. I got to respect it. And he wasn't done. He wasn't done. In case y'all wanted to know more, a more in-depth look on what this brother was looking for, he gave a follow-up. This is all natural. This is all natural. You're looking at 100% natural African alpha male. And I need two 100% all natural body parts, face, biologically born queens. One vegan, one vegan queen and one soul food queen. One vegan queen, one soul food queen. One of you got to be able to do my feet and the other one got to be able to rub my back. That's all I need. Massage these feet, massage this back because I live on my feet. And I put all my pressure on my back. I live on my feet. Let me read some WhatsApp. You got a question? Hit me, hit me on WhatsApp. Let me read. I got to get ready to get ready. I got to get ready to get ready. Who in my WhatsApp this morning? Who on my WhatsApp? You got a question, you can hit me on WhatsApp. 215-989-9858. WhatsApp. Not regular text. WhatsApp. House slaves. Not no house slaves. My queens are going to be helping me make decisions. My queens are going to be leading. They're not just going to be cooking and cleaning. They're going to be out front. My queens are going to be facilitating the events and putting together. You understand? I know that behind every strong king is a strong queen. And since I'm Big Papa, you need two queens. You heard the brother? Big Papa needs two queens. He telling you what he needs, ladies. That's a brother that knows what he wants, what he needs. You see, he ain't being disrespectful. You see, he don't just want y'all to be love slaves. He don't just want y'all to be cooking and cleaning. He wants y'all making decisions. He's giving these sisters responsibility. He is trying to share the empire that he built with his blood, sweat, and tears with these lucky queens that decide to apply for his love. Ladies and gentlemen, this is groundbreaking. Ladies and gentlemen, this is groundbreaking because not only did this brother have the gumption to get on camera and say these things but ladies and gentlemen it worked it worked yes dr umar johnson has found love yes that's right he found love he ended up finding two queens and he even got married he even got married and fellas that's proof right there if you know what you want if you stand true in your convictions maybe you too can get two wives because i'm sure there's a lot of brothers listening right now that probably wish they thought of this like huh i should have took wifey Adams, huh maybe i want two wives but y'all ain't had the balls to ask for y'all were worried about being judged y'all were worried about being canceled becoming outcast that y'all want to ask for y'all two queens y'all want to ask for them resumes and cover letters y'all kept quiet and maybe you one of them fellas now that's listening 
They ended up having to settle. Maybe you had to settle for a snow bunny. Maybe you had to settle for just one woman. And that is why today we are celebrating Dr. Umar Johnson because he didn't settle. He got exactly what he wanted out of his queens. And ladies and gentlemen, we have footage and audio of this brother giving his wedding speech. And you know what? I got to share. <laughs> Help me build the Frederick Douglass and Marcus Douglass. I'm going to let y'all fight it off over who's going to be in charge of the small school and who's going to be in charge of the big school. But you are the only two I need. You are the left side of my heart and you are the right. Until the day we leave to be with our ancestors, I promise to always honor you as the goddess that you are. May God protect our family. May God bless our union. And may those who are against this union forever be entered into the Book of Negroes. I have never given a wedding speech. But good Lord Almighty, if that's not the way to do it, shout out to Dr. Umar Johnson. Now, y'all couldn't see the video unless you're watching. But for those of you that are listening, let me tell y'all, he had both his queens on each arm. One light-skinned shorty and one dark-skinned shorty. They both look like they had natural hair. Obviously, they're both willing and ready and able to help in his ventures. You see what he's saying? He said he's going to let them decide what they do with the school. I'm going to let y'all queens decide. Clearly, this brother has a very open mind. And clearly, these young queens are going to be very, very happy. You should see them. Y'all should have seen these queens in their gowns. Looking beautiful. Looking scrumptious. And I'm going to be honest, man. Dr. Umar looked good too. My brother was clean. He cleaned up nicely. And let me tell y'all, it was good to see another brother happy. And it was awesome to welcome another king into the faithful black king community. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, any celebrity going to cheat. You're going to see all these different headlines about all this cheating and all that. But one thing's for certain. Dr. Umar Johnson will never make headlines for cheating on these two queens because he got two of them. He got a variety. He got an assortment. Fellas, if you know what you want from a woman, if you know what you desire, if you have preferences, don't hesitate to voice them. Don't hesitate to ask these women to require these queens to show some credentials. Because let me tell y'all, these women have a list of things they need from a man. So why can't we have a list of our own? Ladies and gentlemen, let's give one more round of applause for Dr. Umar Johnson for finding love, for finding his queens. We all looking for love, ladies and gentlemen, and I salute this brother for finding what he was looking for. Brother, I hope it works out for you. I really, truly do, and I can't wait for your next interview. I'm going to be locked in, man, I can't wait to hear how this wedding is going. He might have just revolutionized the game, ladies and gentlemen. He might have just changed the game. And if you're listening right now, we're trying to change the podcast game. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 32. Episode 32 of the Out of Character Podcast. As always, I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. If you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. We appreciate you for being here. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank y'all all for being here. We appreciate y'all. We got a lot more to get into. Now, I know I started to show off a little silly. 
I know I started to show off a little funny, but we actually have something very important to talk about. Something I actually feel very strongly about. And if you are a returning listener, you know how I feel um, about conversations involving COVID, conversations involving the vaccine, and the way that people like move about the conversation, the way that people kind of stand on high horses for whether they wanted to get it or whether they not wanted to get it. And just really how I feel people should mind their own business when it comes to things like this. Because at the end of the day, this is medical. This is very, very personal. But with this vaccine thing, it seems as if like all decency and like common courtesy we have as like individuals in society goes out the window. I have never heard of people talking about medical things so candidly like if you get a checkup at the doctor you normally aren't telling anybody but your boss like hey i got a doctor's appointment but you're not saying why you're going if you get a flu shot you're not telling a bunch of people oh i just got the flu shot today blah blah blah. like it's just not something that happens it's very much like voting right people never want to talk about who they're voting for everybody gets quiet it's always an awkward conversation and back in the day medicines medical preferences all of those type of things were also considered something that you just didn't ask people about but ever since this pandemic ever since all we could talk about all we see on tv all we see in the news is things about this vaccine about this virus everybody has an opinion on this subject everybody wants to judge the other person for getting the vaccine for not getting the vaccine for not trusting the vaccine for trusting the vaccine there has been so much back and forth there has been so much divide it almost makes me wonder if this is more divide than what we saw with the trump administration and the people that didn't support trump right we saw the divide and we talked about that the divide now is even crazier and it is affecting things that I love, ladies and gentlemen. It is affecting things that I love, and it's been affecting things that I've loved for two years now. And one of those things is the sports world. We saw last year's sports get canceled. We saw bubble basketball. We saw games just getting canceled during the season and teams and players not being able to represent the schools that they love and you know work for those scholarships that they're trying to earn or keep. It was crazy. And now... The world is trying to recover from that and keep that from ever happening. So NFL teams, NBA teams, they are requiring their athletes, these players that are signed under contract, their employees essentially, to get vaccinated. And we're seeing it. We talked about it with Dr. Jamil last episode. We're seeing it. Companies all over are requiring their employees to be vaccinated. And they're saying it's because they want everybody to stay safe. They're trying to get on top of this because like Dr. Jamil told us, Yes, you could still get the virus, but if you are vaccinated, maybe it can help save your life and make the effects of catching COVID not as detrimental, right? So the NBA is coming back. We've had media days, we've had training camps, and one thing that the NBA is doing, and they're a little split on it, is some arenas, some teams, not all, have decided that nobody is allowed in the arena that is not vaccinated. One team being the Lakers, another team being the Brooklyn Nets. And the reason this is important is because the two teams I just named could be in the NBA Finals. They are two of the most important teams in the NBA right now because they have some of the biggest stars in the league. And so what's happening is the conversation is starting to surround these players who have chosen not to get vaccinated. For whatever reason that is, and I'm not here to discuss the reasons they decided 
not to get vaccinated. We have talked about a bunch of different things. And I don't know these brothers. I don't know these gentlemen. And it is none of my business to discuss why they don't feel comfortable doing something with their own bodies. Because that's the thing, right? That's the thing we talk about a lot, right? That's the thing that they was like protesting in Texas about, right? Is they're not allowing women to get abortions after a certain period of time. And they're furious about it because you're telling women what to do with their bodies. You are taking away their choice. But for some reason, when this vaccine is concerned, taking away humans, Americans' choices to do things isn't seen as much of a problem. But we're not here to discuss why that's not seen as a problem. We're not here to discuss why it could be seen as a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, these NBA players have had to answer for why they are not getting the vaccine. And just that right there, that in itself, I'm not talking about any particular players, I'm not talking about any particular reporters, not even talking about the league itself. A human being, an American citizen, saying, I do not want to discuss my personal business with you. That's private. That's involving me and my body. That's medical. I do not want to talk about it. That is being seen as negative. So one player who a lot of sports enthusiasts would consider controversial. I do not. I respect and appreciate this brother so much because just like we were talking about with Dr. Umar Johnson, he stands in what he believes in. And especially when you're a, a superstar, when you're a millionaire, when you have sponsorships, you have so many things to lose. It is so much harder to be like that. It is so much harder to stand in what you believe in and go against the grain. And Kyrie Irving does that with everything. He stands for what he believes in. He does so many great and amazing things. And I, I, it sucks that they're not highlighted like the negative. Because anytime Kyrie does anything against the grain, I feel like everybody jumps down his throat and wants to attack him and judge him. And a lot of these people don't even know this brother, right? I don't know this brother at all. This is just somebody that is a fan that watches, that appreciates the things he does. And now he's receiving a lot of scrutiny because during media days he was not present and like i said before the brooklyn nets are one of those teams that have decided that all of their players must be vaccinated so when media day comes and all the reporters are there and everybody's there to talk to kevin durant james harden and kyrie irving kyrie irving is not there there's no conversation about it there's no press release about it but everybody decides to assume that he is not present because of his stance on receiving the covid19 vaccination so and I think it's like a contract thing. I think he's obligated to talk to media. I think all athletes are at some point like obligated to be there for like media access and stuff like that. So because he wasn't physically there, he jumped on Zoom and decided he was comfortable answering questions from his crib. So all the reporters get on and they start grilling him with questions. And one reporter decided to ask him why he was not present and decided to ask him his stance on the COVID-19 vaccination. And Kyrie's response drew so much outrage before i talk about that let me let you all hear but before i talk about that let me let you all hear what kyrie Irving had to say you expect to be either vaccinated or compliant in time by the time you guys come back from la after that postseason game after the preseason game yeah no brian i appreciate your questions bro honestly I, I like to keep that stuff private man i'm a i'm a human being first and obviously living in this public sphere um it's just a lot of questions about what's going on and you know, in the world of, of Kyrie. And, and I think I, I just uh, would love to just keep that private and, um, you know, handle it the right way with uh, my team and uh, go forward uh, together uh, with, with the plan. So, you know, obviously I'm not able to be present there today. 
Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm putting any limits on the future of me being uh, able to join the team. And I just want to keep it that way. So we can keep that private. And if anybody has any further questions about that, please, it would be the same response. I would like to keep that private. Um, and just please respect that, you know, my privacy. Now, I don't know about y'all, but to me, that was as respectful. That was as calm. That was as courteous of an answer you could get. When you're trying to tell somebody to mind their own damn business. That's all he was saying. Was, Guys, come on now. Come on. Y'all gonna ask me about getting a vaccination? Y'all gonna dip into my private life with everything else and now y'all getting into my medical history? And all this brother did, ladies and gentlemen, was respectfully ask them not to ask him about the vaccine. And what ended up happening, like it always does when it comes to these reporters, because a lot of them just don't get it. A lot of them think that these athletes owe them something. A lot of them feel as if you don't answer their question, you just smack them in the face. They don't see you as a human being. They don't see you as anything but a basketball player that is there to entertain and answer questions. That's literally how some of these reporters treat these athletes. So what ended up happening was several times during this, right after he was very explicit on how he felt, was very, very explicit that if you asked him this question, he would not answer it. Reporters continued, several continued to ask him about getting this vaccination and on if he was going to miss significant time as if he was worried about letting his teammates down all the different ways to ask the same question and what did Kyrie do as a man of conviction as a man that sticks to what he says he didn't answer the questions just like he told y'all he wouldn't he gave the same response please respect my privacy he didn't get ignorant he didn't curse nobody out he didn't hang up he continued to beg them please respect my privacy on this matter and in the clip you heard, he never once said, I'm going to miss time. He never once said, I refuse to get vaccinated. All he said was that it is none of y'all business what I want to do. He didn't even say that the reason he was gone was because of the vaccine. He didn't say any of that. All he asked was for him to be allotted the same courtesy that all human beings, all American citizens should be allotted. And that is privacy. And too many times, ladies and gentlemen, these athletes are not given respect. They are not given privacy and they are not treated like human beings. And it is a huge reason why I want to be in the business. I mean, it is a huge reason. It is a huge reason why I want to be a reporter. Why I want to be the one asking these athletes questions because I want to change that. I hate it. It drives me crazy the way we treat these athletes. They are human beings. They are people that have dedicated their life to a craft and became so great at something that they make millions of dollars for it. Doesn't mean they're not humans. Doesn't mean that they're special or different. It just means that they work their butts off. It just means that they were given God-given talents. But they're still God's children, so they still do decency and respect. And it wasn't just Kyrie Irving either, because I don't want to just single him out. Like I said, I feel like he gets a bad rep a lot. Bradley Beal also has some very, very strong views about the COVID-19 vaccination. Here's what he had to say. Every player, every person in this world is going to make their own decision for themselves. Um, I would like an explanation to, you know, people with vaccines, why are they still getting COVID? 
if that's something that we are supposed to highly be protected from. Like, it's funny that, oh, it reduces your chances of going to the hospital. It doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID, right? So everybody, is everybody in here vaxxed? I would assume, right? So you all can still get COVID, right? Okay, but you can still get COVID, right? So, and you can still pass it along with the vax, right? So, so I'm not asking, I'm just asking the question. Oh, for sure. And so, like, just having COVID back around the Olympics, like, that basically just saying, like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but did having it change your opinion one way or another? Like, did it kind of reemphasize I don't need the vaccine because of that? <laughs> no. No, 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 that didn't, that wasn't the case. I mean, yeah, I had it, but that doesn't mean I can't get it again. You know, I mean, it's no different than somebody with the vaccine. Like I can, yes, I developed the antibodies for it. So my chances will be less likely now as well. Right. But it's still a possibility. I may get it just like there are players and coaches and staff who are vaxxed and missing camp right now because of it so now once again ladies and gentlemen that is a grown man giving his personal opinions about a matter it wasn't unsolicited he didn't jump on instagram live and just start spewing nonsense he was asked a question and gave an honest answer now bradley beal's statement was much different than Kyrie's because Kyrie didn't really say much anything other than mind your own damn business. Bradley Beal, however, spewed a few things that he felt were facts that actually are facts, but gave a delivery as such to where it offended people because just like Kyrie Irving, just like a lot of superstar athletes, he is held to a different standard because the conversation around Bradley Beal is that he did a disservice to his fans and the community that follows him by giving out misinformation, quote unquote. Which I actually get. I do understand that when you have a platform, when you have an audience, you have to be responsible. Actually, no. You don't have to be responsible. And I think that's the difference. You should be responsible. You should try to be as honest. You should, you should try to lead people into the right direction. But you do not owe this world anything. These NBA and NFL players, these boxers... These influencers even, they don't owe their fans anything. They ain't put a gun to their head and said, support me. They don't make y'all watch the games. They're honestly not even doing this for y'all. They're doing this to provide for themselves and their families because of something that they love to do. Like all of us in our careers, right? But because Bradley Beal's an athlete, he is not allowed to express his opinion or say anything that is against the grain because Lord forbid somebody else decides to think for themselves. And that's all he's doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not here to say that Bradley Beal or Kyrie Irving are right. That is not what I'm trying to say. What I am doing is applauding these brothers for sticking to their guns and doing what they feel is right. It is so easy to do what everybody tells you to do. It is so easy to follow the path. It is so easy to watch the news and listen to every single thing that you are told to listen to. It is easy because the popular road 
It's the road where people aren't going to judge you. People aren't even going to take a second look at you. They're just going to continue to let you exist. But when you decide to take the road less traveled, which very, very few people do, when you decide to take the road less traveled, especially as somebody with an audience, with some type of influence, you will be chastised immediately. And that is what happened to Bradley Bill. That's what's happened to Kyrie Irving. They have been talked about by so many people. I see people that I know have no background in medicine, no background in science, judging these brothers for believing in something, just like each individual believes in something. Every single one of you listening right now, including myself, feels some type of way about that vaccine, whether they believe that they should have it, whether they believe they don't have it, whether they, but there, some people actually are on the fence and that's a belief as well. But every single one of you believes in something and has a stance for whatever reason. And a lot of people are judging Kyrie and Bradley Beals. They're saying, oh, they just saw something on YouTube. Oh, they just read an article that has no real significance. Well, how did you come to the conclusion that you wanted the vaccine or that you needed it? Did you study the cell, study the organism, study the virus? Did you go to school to understand how viruses work? How vaccines work? Did you do the research? Or did you turn on the TV and somebody that you feel is maybe more educated than you or somebody that you feel is a professional told you, told you, get the vaccine. This is what you should do. Maybe it was your favorite celebrity. Maybe you saw them on Instagram and they made one of those little COVID promotion posts where they said, hey, get the vaccine, please. Maybe somebody in your family caught COVID and you want to keep that from ever happening again or keep it happening to yourself or any of your other loved ones and you decided to get it. Whatever the reason was, it was your belief. Whatever it was, it was your decision to get that vaccine. So how is it different for somebody else to gather information on their own and make a decision for themselves? And yes, the conversation has really become, okay, you don't get the vaccine for yourself. You get it for everybody around you. You get it for those that can't fight off the vaccine. Like, yo, you're athletes. You guys have strong immune system. What about everybody else? What about everybody else? And I get that. Because common decency suggests that you should always care for your fellow man. We talk about it all the time on this show. The little rules that we have in society, it just sound good, but they don't really make sense. These brothers don't owe anybody anything. If anything, they owe their family and loved ones answers and reasoning and consideration. But the rest of us, they don't owe us nothing. They don't. They don't owe the NBA fans anything. They might owe their teams a little something because they're under contract. But at the end of the day, you can't really tell a human being what to do with their body. You just can't. And everybody has seemed to have forgotten that. Everybody has seemed to forget that it is okay to just mind your own business sometimes. Nobody wants to mind their own business. And it drives me crazy because the world shouldn't be like that. It is not our place to judge others. It is not our place to tell others what to do. All we can do is focus on ourselves. And so when I say mind your business, I'm not even telling you what to do. That's literally all we can do in this world. We can only control ourselves. Outside of our kids and our pets, we can't really tell people what to do. So all these people getting worked up and emotional over grown men 
having beliefs, standing strong and firm in what they believe in. Being upset about that is just asinine to me. And if you find yourself on either side of the spectrum, if you're somebody that has the vaccine, you are the first people to get it. You dose stuff. And you feel as if anybody that doesn't get the vaccine is just a terrible monster and they're irresponsible. You know what? You have every right to feel what you want to feel. But keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Don't cast judgment. Don't sit on your high horse and think you're better than people because you really don't know. None of us know. All of us are taking leaps of faith when it comes to this, this life, right? We don't really know what's going to happen. None of us really know. What's going to happen with these vaccines? None of us do. And we all took leaps of faith based off of our families, based off of the people we love, based off of information we have gathered, information that we feel that we trust. And if you're somebody that gathered information that told you, you know what, I don't trust this vaccine. That's fine. But don't judge people that did get it. Keep it to yourself. It's all about minding your own business. You hear me talk about it all the time. I love it, man. I have a PhD in minding my own damn business. Sometimes I do it to a fault. I can tell you what's going on with most people, even my loved ones. Not because I don't care about them, but because I truly believe in minding my own business. Now, if you want to give me information, if you want to talk to me about something, I'm here. But best believe I ain't going to go digging and asking because a lot of things just aren't my business or my concern. I have my own life, people. I have my own things to worry about. I have my own problems. And you should too. So the next time you find yourself judging a peer, a friend, or even a celebrity, just don't. Just listen to Uncle BC and mind your business. Mind your business, people. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 32. Episode 32 of the greatest podcast on earth. My favorite podcast. Your favorite podcast. Your mama's favorite podcast, The Out of Character Podcast. As always, I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. If you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. We hope you've enjoyed thus far. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for being here as always. Director Lex, thank you for being here in the building, making sure things are running smoothly. We've had a great show thus far. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a perfect time to remind y'all about the lovely sponsors of Out of Character. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Audible has taken it upon themselves to support, to sponsor, and to help out not only the Out of Character podcast, but the Out of Character podcast community. How are they helping us, ladies and gentlemen? Is that what you asked? I will tell you how they're helping us. They are giving y'all a free month subscription to their premium service. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, premium. Because all of the out-of-character family deserves nothing but the best. So, if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash T-H-E-O-O-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T That is audibletrial.com slash the O-O-C podcast. You can get your free month subscription to Audible's premium service. Only the best for our listeners. Only the best for our out-of-character family. And that is what Audible's premium service is. You can take your favorite audiobooks anywhere. They have comedy specials on there, memoirs, and of course, the world's greatest podcast, The Out of Character Podcast. Shout out to Audible for looking out for us, for looking out for us some junk. We've had Audible as sponsors for a very long time, and they have stood beside us. They have helped us tremendously. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want help too, if you want that free month, go to www.audibletrial.com slash the OOC podcast. That's T-H-E-O-O-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. The OOC podcast to get your free month subscription to Audible. Shout out to Audible, our beautiful sponsors. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as you all may know, I get sent things all the time. Things come across the out of character studio desk that sometimes are just so outrageous, that are just so out of character that I have no choice but to talk about it. I have no choice but to discuss it. And ladies and gentlemen, it has happened again. One of my good friends sent me an article that says SpaceX launches first all Taurus crew into orbit. The three day journey is the beginning of a new era of space travel for average people. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, I just said that NASA, NASA sent regular everyday people to space. I'm gonna say that again. Everyday people, not astronauts, not people that have been trained for years and years, regular average Joes were sent to space. For the first time ever. And this ain't just like any type of article. This is CNN, ladies and gentlemen. This is CNN. So it's, it's, it's a real deal. They got video and everything of this taken off. I'm going to read some more to you. This is what the CNN post says. History has been made as a SpaceX rocket soared into orbit Wednesday evening, carrying four people, none of whom are professional astronauts. The launch of Inspiration4 from NASA's Kennedy Space Center kicks off the first ever mission to Earth's orbit, crewed entirely by tourists ladies and gentlemen you guessed it damn near everybody in the photo is white somebody looks a little brown or like a little like maybe they got a tan i can't tell if they white or not but it definitely ain't no black folks in this and ladies and gentlemen i find this so interesting because i have had a theory for a very long time i have had a theory that white people have been having like secret meetings have like secret little hutherups or secret gatherings maybe they get a newsletter every month that helps them prepare to leave us here. Think about that. Why else do white folks treat America? Think about that for a second. We hear stories and reports all the time about how the earth is ending, how we have stripped the earth of all of its resources. And it's not us doing it. It's not black folks doing it. It's the rich, powerful white folks, right? So why would the elites strip the earth of all its resources. Why would they want the future home of their great, great, great grandkids to blow up or disappear in the future? Why would they want that? Well, what if they have no plans of having their future grandkids on this earth when it decides to end? It's something I've thought about for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. And when I saw this post, I said, oh, it done started. I heard Trump back in the day talking about SpaceX and how he wants to be the leading force in space. Who knows what they got cooking up there? They could have whole communities up there, people. And us black and brown folks, us minorities, could be left here to fend for ourselves. They want to leave us. They want to leave us here. And I'll be damned if y'all white folks go to Mars without me. If this world is ended, I'm, I'm out. I'm gone too. I want to be in space. I want to be kicking. I want to be floating. But we got to be careful about stuff like this because, look, it looks like they're ready to leave us. What I was told back in the day was that astronauts had to go through rigorous training. 
they had to be in anti-gravity machines and had to do the little spinny thing where they get sick. We saw the cartoons, right? That suggested the training that these astronauts had to go through. And now all of a sudden you telling me we could just send Shelly from across the street? Bob, that ain't worked out in 20 years? They could just go to the moon because they got a bag? I guarantee you all these people were like rich, rich, right? And that's what they're going to do. They're going to start allowing people to go to space. They're trying to build this elevator to space, right? And it's going to be accessible to people, but only to the elites. Only to people that could afford to do it. Just like great medicine, right? It's not out of the realms of reality that this could happen. This could really happen because we've seen it before. We know people with money, they just get a lot of certain things. They get a lot of certain luxuries. And what if that luxury is going to space and getting the hell out of Earth? And like I said, we're not the ones that stripped it of its resources. Yeah, I'm sure we've played a part. All Americans have shit. Even cows play a part in destroying the atmosphere. But what if they try to leave us here? What if they had black and brown people build this great country to just leave it here? What if they're like, you know what? Y'all complain so much, y'all could just have it. Take it. And yeah, in some senses, that might sound cool. Some people might say, hey, get the whiteies out of here. Get them out of here. They cause all the problems anyway. They start all the trouble. Get them out of here. But it's not that simple. Because if they leave, if they leave this place that they felt so strongly about for so long, clearly we're going to be in trouble. Last episode, we talked about artificial intelligence. We talked about robots. You think if them robots start tripping, these elites ain't gonna try to go up to space? They sent regular people. That means any of these folks can go. That means any of these rich and powerful families can head up to space. And who knows who's up there already? I only seen Trump at one event. I only seen him at a UFC fight. I ain't seen him since. Maybe he already up there. Maybe he's leading the new world. We don't know. We have no idea what these white folks have planned. But listen, I'll tell you one thing. BC, he on to you. BC got his eyes on you. And I'm going to pay attention to things like this. And I think y'all should pay attention too, ladies and gentlemen. I think that y'all should realize that these folks might be trying to leave us. And the best thing we can do for our community and our society and our world is do things like recycle, like take care of it, like not litter, like not be dirty, like not be nasty. Because I'm telling y'all, they're trying to leave us. I'm trying to tell y'all, listen, I ain't want to be the bearer of bad news, but they are trying to get up out of here. I don't know how we stop them. I don't even know if we can stop them, but I do think it's interesting. And I don't know if y'all knew. I didn't know. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to share wisdom and knowledge with y'all about what's going on. Because, see, stuff like that will just slide into the radar. Don't you think, like, that should have been everywhere, that, like, normal people got sent up to space? And I don't know what happened to them. I don't know, like, the results of their mission. I don't know what they're doing now. I don't know what they saw. But let me tell y'all, if I got a chance to go to space, I would. Because I'm one of those people, much like Kyrie Irving, that questions a lot of things. Now, do I think the earth is flat? Not necessarily. But I know I can't prove that it's not. I know I've never seen the earth firsthand. I've seen plenty of pictures. But i also seen Iron Man kill Thanos. It looked pretty damn real, let me tell y'all. So I won't have a stance on things like that until I physically see it. So I would love to go to space. I'm not knocking it. I just feel like somebody like me might not get a lot of the opportunity. And there's the problem, right? 
If one of y'all should go to space, all of us should get a chance. Like, there should be, like, some type of lotto or, like, raffle or something like that, like they do in the movies, right? Where just a family just gets a chance to just experience space. Just so they know. Just so a bunch of people could be like, oh, yeah, I saw. The Earth is definitely round. Because I want to know, too, if, like, the continents look the way they told us, right? Because we was told as kids that the continents are constantly moving and that it all used to be just one big plot of land and things moved around. So who knows? If in the 50 years when we've been looking at the continents the way they are, if it still looks the same, I have so many questions. But one thing's for sure. One thing's for certain. I ain't letting y'all leave us. I ain't letting y'all leave us. I'm going to get up there too. I can't wait to go to space. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 32. Episode 32 of the greatest podcast on earth. As always, I am honored. I am humble. I am happy to be your host. I am your host, Brian Copeland. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And if you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. If you are a first-time listener, we hope you enjoy the show. This one was for you. If you're a returning listener, this one was for you too. We know you enjoyed the show and we know you will be back for episode 33. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for constantly supporting. It is so hard these days to support one another. Not necessarily because we're bad people. Not necessarily because humans are just genuinely jealous. I don't think that's the case at all. But I do think these days, people are going through a lot. We've talked about it a lot through the episodes, especially during the pandemic. People are going through a lot of ugly shit. People are sad. People are questioning their relationships, their careers, their futures. There's a lot of nastiness going on. A lot of people are in a state of unknown. A lot of people are in a state of confusion. And when you get to that point in your life, a lot of times it's really hard to feel happy for somebody else. To want to see somebody else, whether that's your loved one, whether that's an acquaintance, whether that's a coworker, it's really hard when you're feeling down, when you're in a place of confusion, when you're in a dark spot, to want to see others succeed, to want to see good things happen to others. It's tough, right? We're all human beings. We're all human beings and none of us is perfect. But if you are one of those people that are going through a hard time, if you're one of those people that find yourself just not as happy for others as you should, I beg of you to reconsider your stance. Because I truly feel that there is no way to get out of dark places by continuing to have dark thoughts, to have bad intentions. And seeing somebody do something good and looking at that and just feeling anger, feeling disgust should bother you. So it's not a normal thing. It's not something you should feel. Jealousy is something that I think social media has really pushed on a lot of people, right? You're always seeing people's highlights. You're always seeing what everybody has. You never really see the bad things people are going through unless they really want to share it, right? You're always seeing people with, with money or girlfriends or boyfriends or kids, families, boats, yachts. Things that we all feel we really want in. And so sometimes when you see things like that, or you see somebody that you consider a peer, or maybe even beneath you, you see them get these things or accomplish these things that maybe you've set out to accomplish. And it makes you angry. It makes you sad. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. You are a human being. But I urge you to reconsider, like I said, because you quote-unquote hating, you quote-unquote feeling jealousy and anger and angst towards somebody because of their blessings, I promise y'all that it's not going to get y'all where y'all want to go. I promise y'all that's not going to get you what you're looking for. I promise you that it's not going to get those blessings to come faster. There is nothing better on this earth 
than showing love to everyone. And I know that sounds crazy, because how can you love everybody, right? How can you be nice to everybody? Some people are just terrible human beings, right? But what do you lose by showing love? Yeah, maybe you get embarrassed or taken advantage of because some people think you're too nice or whatever, but is that an L for you? Or did somebody just confirm that you are a really nice, caring, loving person? What do you lose from sharing something that somebody worked really hard for and that they posted on their Instagram? What do you lose from sending that text to your friend saying, you know what? I'm so proud of you. Man, I love what you're doing. I might understand what you're doing, but I love what you're doing. You don't lose anything from it. You have nothing to lose, but let me tell you, if you're listening right now, you have everything to gain. So if you listen right now, I want you to do me a favor. For a whole month, for 30 days, and I know that sounds like a long time, but really it's not. For 30 days, I want you to make an effort. I want you to make a conscious decision that you will go out of your way every single day to support every single person that you can, to show love, to congratulate, to give grace, to even just hit up your mama and say thank you, to hit up your best friend and say, you know what, thank you. You are an amazing friend. You are an amazing individual. Thank you so much. 30 days, people, 30 days, take 30 days to show love. And it's not just to your mom, it's not just to your sister, your siblings, or your best friend. Show love to anybody you feel may need it. Show love especially to those people that maybe you felt jealous over before. And see how things change. See how the universe congratulates you for being a bigger and better person. Ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't tell you if I didn't mean it. Ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't tell you if adopting these type of things into my life hasn't helped me get to where I'm at right now. I have a lot of blessings coming my way, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not ready to share them just yet, but a lot of great things are coming. And I promise you, they would not have come if I have stayed in a dark or negative space. Yes, I've been through it just like the rest of us, right? We all going through it. We're all going through all struggles. And let me tell you, there have been some dark times as of late. But keeping a positive mindset, keeping my faith, Showing love no matter what, even when I didn't feel love myself. Let me tell y'all, ladies and gentlemen, it has done wonders for me. And not only has it done wonders, it has allowed me to receive blessings that I couldn't even fathom, write down, or dream of. Because I promise y'all, ladies and gentlemen, God's always listening. He's always watching. He's always trying to check out what you're trying to do. He always wants to see if you're ready for these blessings. So like I said, 30 days, 30 days of showing love to every single person that you can. I challenge you to do it because I promise you it is not an easy task. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 32, episode 32 of the Out of Character Podcast. As always, I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And if you're listening, we appreciate you for listening. And as always, God bless.